Hola and welcome to the Ultimate Fiji Soccer Cup podcast for day one of the 2018 tournament. I'm joined by competition coordinator Bruce Tilt. Bula Vanaka and thank you very much for joining us. Very good to be here. And we will also be speaking to Muhammad Yusuf, the CEO of Football Fiji, as well as Steve Scotty, the coach of the IFG development side later on in the show. So the last two days have been the mini tournaments, which is basically designed to get people prepared for the tournament proper. There was five finals played over the two days. Football South Australia came over the top of Fiji Select in the girls' senior final. That was 2-0. The girls' youth, South Australia, drew with IFG 1-1, but ended up winning that match based on the fact that they scored the first goal. In the boys' senior match, it was 0-0 between Fiji Select and IFG. The boys' junior match, which was yesterday, IFG won 2-0 over Nandi. And the other match, which was the boys' development match, was also IFG v Nandi, with IFG, the Australian side, winning via a penalty shootout. Today, Bruce, we were up in bar for the opening ceremony to basically kick off the tournament. Can you run us through the action today? Yeah, it's been a great day. You know, typical Fijian weather, hot and sunny. Um, and I think it's a great way these last couple of days with these little mini tournaments, shorten length of time on the park, to uh, let the kids, the international players that are coming in here to try and get used to that heat and uh, understand the conditions that they're going to be up against in the next, next week or so. Um, now, very happy with the way the players have been performing. Uh, it, it's been very competitive and very close competition. Goals have been scored, which is great. Um, and it's always exciting for the crowd. Um, so the, you know, we've been happy all round with uh, the way we've worked with the uh, groundsmen, etc., with uh, Bar. Bar's a great little football town. They're very passionate about the game. Um, we had a couple of different venues that we used today. One was AD Patel School, which is you know, fantastic to go into a basic young school, a public school, see their facilities, which is uh, something very, very different to what we see in Australia, and get to use their football fields, which was great. It was a really great day. And you can obviously tell that they're, they're, a, they're a footballing school based around that. And the, the ceremony itself, all the players were out on the field there was national anthem sung and whatnot, and it was good to see all the all the parents and whatnot getting involved as well with that. Yeah, big crowd, really big crowd, and you know, with the opening ceremony as such coming on today, you know, you, you have all the kids in their colours of their shirts, and they mingled then in with the crowd, and uh, to sit back and look at that is just quite amazing. You know, the numbers were up on last year, so we've had large numbers. Fijians are, are super; they really enjoy our company um, and you know today we even had the national anthems being sung by the kids themselves and they all get involved in that it was great and Muhammad Yusuf the CEO of Football Fiji who we'll, we will have an interview with later on um, was there was on hand today and it was good to see that the competition has a support from Football Fiji yeah, Fiji Football Association have been partners of ours now for nine years, and, and that is a really strong partnership. Um, they spend money on their youth development. They love to have this competition right at the end of the year where they can you know, have their teams working all year and say, right, oh, how good are we now? Our job is to provide that, that opposition, and that opposition has had to be stronger and stronger every year we, we've attended. And you've said that the action's been pretty competitive so far. Any any more comments on the, the play that you've seen? Yeah, you know, it's interesting, especially the small-sided games. We've been playing some nine-a-side games, and that means the players are in close contact with each other. Um, it's very physical, very strong, but, you know, we keep saying the Fijians kick you with a smile, so it's quite OK to get up, get going again, and work hard again. Oh, Sam Kerr! Wow! Wow! 
as the wire was coming across her body. And boy, did she hit it sweet. Superb. The connection on the ball, the technique, the timing, the power. Oh, Sam Kerr, she's a superstar. I'm joined by the CEO of Football Fiji, Mr. Muhammad Yusuf. It's great to have you with us for the opening ceremony of the tournament. First of all, how long have you been involved with football in Fiji in your current capacity? Oh, current capacity, I got appointed in March uh, 2017. So this is my second year, almost finishing. But uh, prior to that, um, I was uh, vice president of Fiji FA from uh, 1990 to 2007 before I resigned and I migrated to New Zealand. So when I got the, they approached me to come back as CEO 2017, so I came from New Zealand. So I imagine you've seen a lot of a lot of changes within Fijian football over over that period. Could you sort of put that into a brief summary? I know on the international stage there's been quite a fair bit of success in recent years, the Under-20s World Cup, uh, the Olympics a few years ago, and of course, as you mentioned in your speech at the opening ceremony, the, the women's team reached the final of the Nations Cup. Oh yes, uh, especially the women's football, uh, uh, we give the credit to Bruce and Ultimate Sports for this Fiji Cup uh, concept. Uh, although we spend a lot of money, we don't get much assistance from the government uh, here, but we manage our funds, our tournaments are raking a lot of fans come and watch, so we, we do get some funds, so we divert it to the young uh, development. We have a fully fleshed technical team uh, in all the three big divisions. We got paid development officers that go out to the schools in the rural areas. We also have a Just Play group uh, program. Uh, it's funded by UNICEF, Government of Australia, Government of New Zealand. And uh, it, it is making huge impact because these Just Play team go to the un underprivileged areas where the children don't know about the sports. And they play with them and teach them uh, football especially. And... Uh, we in the national team, we had got a couple of girls that had, uh, came from uh, from the rural rural setting where they don't see even TV. So, and they were one of the stars of the tournament. So this is how Ultimate Sport and Fiji Cup has made an impact. So do you feel that over the last five or six years, the rate of improvement within Fijian football has definitely increased? Oh, yes, yes. Especially our youth. So we, we are focusing on that. Uh, this year we are again targeting for uh, Tokyo Olympics, uh, qualifying for Tokyo Olympics. The playoff is going to be held in Fiji, which will be added advantage. And we hope to qualify as we did for the Rio. And just to touch on a bit more the role that the Ultimate Fiji Soccer Cup plays in the, the national setup for Fijian football. So th this is a good time. The schools are off and uh, we can see a lot of uh, parents are coming with, uh, with the kids. This is very rare for Fiji. Uh, parents in Fiji don't uh, bring the kids every weekend for football. The kids, they come themselves and uh, we organise matches and trainings. But uh, this Fiji Cup, we have seen a lot of parents have travelled with the children to be part of this great atmosphere. So this is creating an interest and impact on every Fijian uh, parent that they want to see their children achieve uh, in football. And what does success look like for Fijian football in five, ten years' time? 2026 um, FIFA World Cup in the US, we want to qualify. And we, we have under 16 tournament uh, local league by clubs, where it's written Mission 2026. These are the place in the next 10 years, we think, or the next eight years, 
that it will take us take Fiji to the World Cup. Mr. Mohamed Yusuf, the CEO of Football Fiji, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much for having me. Is Krishna! Sensational stuff from Krishna. Finds space, launches it towards goal. Boom! Picked that out of the back of the net. Now I'm joined by the IFG development coach, Steve Scotty. Thank you very much for joining me. Welcome. Undefeated after the first couple of days of action, including taking out the mini tournament yesterday in Nandi. How happy are you with your how your side's adapting? Uh, very happy, actually. Um... The boys have come from uh, far and wide, actually. A lot of the boys have come from the Blue Mountains, South Coast, and uh, to acclimatise to the weather so quick, um, it's been quite good. It's quite impressive the way that the boys have gelled together in uh, such a short period of time. And what do you sort of put that down to? I imagine, I'm, is, is, I guess it's smart players, I guess, is a key part in that? Uh, no, I think this year we're fortunate enough to have... Uh, a, four training sessions to get the boys together before we actually came to Fiji and uh, I think that's got a lot to do with it. the fact that um, the boys have got to know each other quite well um, there are some good players there are some younger players but there's some few elder statesmen if you can have that at, uh, at that development level um, and, and they've all fitted in quite well it's good and the side played their first game of the tournament proper today up in Bar it was a 1-1 draw with Bar, and it was, from watching it, it was quite a quite a physical match, really, and you, your side took the lead, they pegged one back in the second half, but of course, since you, you guys got the first goal, you come away with sort of the feeling of getting a victory, perhaps? Uh, uh, yeah, you can look at it like that way, but uh, I think probably towards the end there, uh, we had a couple of chances where we could have snatched it ourselves, so I wouldn't look at it as a victory, but I'd, I'd say it was a good, solid result. Bar are a strong team, and... Um, we knew that coming into the game that they were always going to give us a good challenge um, and probably towards the end that the only thing that sort of uh, slowed our boys down a bit that, that heat up in bar is something special so um, you could uh, definitely see towards the end there we had some tired legs we picked up an injury unfortunately mm. um, and that probably hurt us a little bit given that bar had a few more subs than us um, but other than that Overall, I'm pretty happy with the boys. They uh, they worked hard. They listened to a couple of things that we we're trying to trying to do with the the boys in, as far as teamwork and all the rest of it. So, um, quite happy. I saw that one of your players did get it knocked to the angle. How's how's he going? And who who, who was that again? Uh, that was uh, Noah Anderson. He he got a knock to the ankle. So um, after the game, he's he's got that in ice, and I, I think actually they're sending him up for an X-ray now. So hopefully it's um, all clear. All right. Well, fingers crossed. Noah, hopefully you can get back out in the park yes. uh, over the next week. I was, on a more personal note, I want to ask about your son Thomas. He's got cerebral palsy, yeah, but he got in and amongst it today, and I'm sure that's a, a very positive message to send. Oh, absolutely. Um, Thomas actually is part of the New South Wales Pararoos. He's part of their train-on squad at the moment, so uh, we find that's very positive for him to sort of um, be amongst other players that uh, have a similar condition to Thomas and uh, it, it's very good for his confidence to see that especially when you're in that environment where these people have got uh, hurdles to um, overcome other than the everyday hurdles uh, to see how committed these players are to performing for their country or their state in, in Thomas's case um, 
and it's it's just great to see. I mean, I'm probably a little bit hard on him, but uh, Thomas doesn't get any special treatment because of his cerebral palsy. So we just expect him to fit in and do a job just like any other player. Um, and I'm sure it does have a positive influence on um, on the rest of the team because I have it has been mentioned to me through parents and and other players um, how well he does get on. But uh, whilst being the father of Thomas, you're always um, a bit more critical than you what, what you would be of other children. But uh, no, he goes okay. Well, it's a definitely fantastic to see him out on the park. And finally, Latoka tomorrow, your side beat them 3-2 in the mini tournament. Uh, are you expecting a similar sort of tight tussle tomorrow? Well, if we're given the respect that they de deserve, yeah, we should go out there and hopefully win that game. Um, we... We took the lead 2-0 and we sort of let them, after half time, we went to sleep a little bit and let them get two goals back against us. Um, but uh, if, if we play the way that we can and probably the way that we play today, we should be able to um, get a victory there against uh, Latoka, yeah. No worries, Steve. Well, thank you very much for your time and best of luck over the course of the week. Good on you, Dylan. Thanks, mate. That's Simon Elliott. Curls it in. Oh, and a touch in! New Zealand remarkably break the deadlock. Shane Smeltz takes the congratulations of the players. Well, a great flighty delivery from Elliot. It was Reed's flick. It was Cannavaro who couldn't really get any clean contact. Look who was there to just poke it in. Another remarkable story unfolding here. Tomorrow there's 11 games, I believe eight of them are in Nandi and there's a further three up in Bar. Um, three all Fijian affairs plus a Fijian New Zealand match with Fiji West taking on Manukau. It should be a pretty interesting day. Yeah, it'd be great. Isn't it? New Zealand side, they're coming into the competition for the first time this year. Um, they're really pumped up to have a big season as far as it's concerned with our tournament. Uh, they're up at Bar, so they're going to you know, travel again up to there. Um, they're very happy to be there because of the, the quality of the field. In Nandi, we're at the stadium, uh, Prince Charles Stadium, and we're also using Nandi Sangam School. Uh, it's an area that uh, Fiji uses for their development squads as well, and it's great for our players to see the basic facilities that they have in those sort of grounds. All right, well, that wraps up the day one podcast. Vanaka, Bruce. Vanaka. Vanaka, everyone listening, and we will catch you tomorrow. Thank you.